0: Welcome to the Field Talk podcast from the Linder Farm Network, the voice of Minnesota agriculture. I'm your host, Dan Lemke. As we near 2024, Mark Schultz of North Star Commodity joined the Linder Farm Network's Linda Brecky to take a look back at the factors influencing markets over the past year, markets that were mostly lower than a year ago.
1: And joining us on our year in review, Mark Schultz, North Star Commodity, and Mark looking back at 2023. What do you see as some of the key market influencers? Most part, Linda, uh, it, was
0: a, it was a down year for commodities in general. In fact, most of them took some rather significant hits. Uh, in the big scope of things, uh, we're still dealing with a, a U.S. dollar that has been too high. And, and in the, when you look at things in general and the big scope of things, we are not in a demand-driven market. We are more in a market that is still dealing with uh, supply or production issues need to occur if you're going to see prices move higher so that's how it's pretty much unfolded for 2023 now it's hard to say what happens with 2024 we'd like to see the dollar index which it is starting to trend down you want to continue to see that trend continue in here but the the markets that took the biggest hit uh, for the calendar year 2023 is going to be led by the corn market Down roughly 30, 31% from where we were a year ago. And that follows right on the heels of that one is the wheat market. Uh, uh, Kansas City wheat also down 30% for the year. Uh, in uh, the other ones that are going to be, uh, it took a hit uh, would be milk, uh, the dairy industry. You're down 25%. from where he started a year ago in prices, a hog industry also having a pretty rough year as well, down 22% for the year. Uh, when you look at who's been the winner of the, of the market, the only one really that the listeners uh, uh, that we would be following would be the cattle market, and that's up uh, just a measly 8% uh, from the, for the year uh, and then the overall, the uh, bigger winner uh, coming out here when it's all said and done would be the uh, U.S. stock market, which is right now currently up 12.5% for the year.
1: So, Mark, when, uh, when it comes to conditions, weather conditions and uh, transportation issues, uh, the, the tensions in other parts of the country, what, do you, what did you see as maybe some of the key areas there?
0: Well, I think for the most part, uh, we saw a a huge production uh, take place for the crops in Brazil last year, and that really was more of the catalyst that uh, became a bigger uh, issue for the U.S., as it going forward, they just had so much production that they just continued to move into the world marketplace, and and that is slowly appears to be starting to dry up a little bit as far as production. Now we're still early into the season, so that would have to be some. Uh, of the first area that you're going to want to watch closely would be South American weather. We've got into a drier than normal trend in Brazil. You probably are hurting the soybean crop at the present time. But I think you still have to take more of that production losses are going to have to be somewhere in the tune of some 10 to 15 million metric tons below what they had a year ago in order to start having some type of an impact that could move this market higher in the bigger picture. So if I look back at everything as where we're at now, obviously we're down at some pretty low levels that the odds would probably favor that we may see things get a little better as we move into next year than they are to get worse. That's the way I would see it. But again, production shortfalls is going to be the key. I don't think you're going to win it because you've got new demand.
1: And Mark, looking at the hog market and the struggles and challenges in 2023 that hog producers have had, um, and now looking at 2024 and Prop 12, can I get your thoughts on, on that market?
0: Well, for the most part, I think Prop 12 is, uh, maybe curbs a little bit as far as demand is concerned. But I, I still think what's, what's been a, the problem with the hog industry, last year you went through a lot of health issues So if you were fortunate enough not to have any health issues, you did okay with the hog market. But if you had any type of health issues and that uh, you ended up losing money or making very little, this year you have very little on production problems whatsoever. There has been much improved, and therefore we've got an oversupply short term on the market, and therefore we have to eventually take our time to where we're going to start seeing either something happens with the with the hog herd where production starts to decline because of health. If not, likely you'll see the market try to move up a little bit. But as far as making any site of significant move, I don't think that would occur yet at this juncture.
1: Any other final comments with these markets as we move into a new year, Mark? Well, I think for the most part, when you look at it, To me, I'm always looking at to see –
0: I think the markets always have a better opportunity to move higher when you've got a strong economy or, or the economies are doing well. So that is still in the, in place at the present time. The Dow futures right now trading right up at all-time record high. So that's been higher. The U.S. dollar index down today about 54 points. It's just under 101 101%, 101%. The dollar is down about 2% for the year. You want to see the dollar start to work lower. And and basically the key number there is to get under 99%. If a, If you can do that, then maybe you've got a trend on the dollar going down. In the meantime, then watch your... Currencies uh, in South America, they're starting to firm back up a little bit. So you want the Brazilian real to move higher. You want the U.S. dollar to go lower. And then you can start building a little bit more on the demand base. Otherwise, when you just uh, what we're dealing with this year was just nothing more than weather markets. And that is very difficult in which to trade. You want to have a base and the base to have good markets is demand first. And then any little weather scare is just adds to more to the upside than what you have with when you just have weather only,
1: and it's interesting too to to hear about the dry conditions all summer long, and and especially with the corn, uh, you know, thinking the crop was in, in real real uh, a real problem, but then maybe better than expected yields at the end.
0: You know, you bring up a good point, Linda, and I think if we if we learn anything is this past year, in fact, even the year before is how bad the crop can look and if the weather changes and, it, and we had a dry conditions all the way up to the middle of August and it was middle of August to late August before we finally started seeing some better rainfall and cooler temperatures and the crop responded, despite the fact that it looked like it was too late, still had the ability to recover and yield much better than what people were assuming so the same can be down in South America. That's why I've always tell customers, it's got to get a lot worse than you think and last longer than you think to make sure that there is indeed going to be a production loss.
1: Mark Schultz, North Star Commodity. And Mark, Topita, hope it's a prosperous and happy new year for the ag community in Minnesota.
0: Yeah, hopefully things will indeed look better when we talk about this 365 days from now. Thanks for joining us. Find other podcasts at LinderFarmNetwork.com and on Apple and Spotify, and get the latest in farm news and market information from your local LFN affiliate.